Welcome to Blindsided, the Survivor Podcast. I am your host, Pete. <laughs> I am back, and I am joined by my good friend and producer, Jim. Pete, uh, how are you? I'm doing great. I have power. I'm, and... gonna, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous. Yeah, I was Not a little nervous. I was nervous recording last week without you. It was weird. It's okay. You did a great job impersonating me. And telling the people yeah, that you, you you yourself was banned from the podcast for a week. So I guess we're happy to have real Jim back, and I'm happy to be back. And today, we're going to be talking about uh, episode 7 of season 41. Uh, the name of In the episode. In case you forgot it. They, they talked about it being 41 multiple times. Maybe yep. 41 times, in fact. Yes, There's Gonna Be Blood was the name of the episode, and this was a doozy of the second half yes. of the merge episode. So, Pete, let's do that. Let's 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 count the votes right now. We were just relying on the unnamed heroes on Wikipedia trying to update the votes for us. They're about we halfway watching. done right now. <laughs> we were Eight watching after the episode. We were watching live as they as they messed up the uh, the fonts and the the cell spaces. So. Pete, go through who voted for whom. Okay, so we had Sydney gets voted out tonight, ultimately. Wild, how we got there. And we had a 5-4-3 vote. Five for Sydney, four for Evie, three for Deshaun. Deshaun is the easiest. The three Yase, excluding Liana, the threesome, basically, of Tiffany, Xander, and Evie all put their votes on Deshaun. Then you have the majority who split votes between Sydney and Evie. You had Danny, Ricard, and two votes from Deshaun all going towards Evie. And then the girls in Nasir, so that would be Erica, Heather, Liana, Shan, and Nasir all voted for Sydney. Five votes. Sydney, see you later. She used her shot in the dark. It failed. First shot in the dark ever played in Survivor history. She came up short. That was actually, I was honestly hoping it would, like, in the spirit of season 41, I figured, I was like, yeah, why the hell not? Just have it yeah. work right have off. Have it work. Bat, have right? it work. Let's wait. Let's give, let's give some kudos to Sydney because Sydney just lost out in immunity by half a second. Oh, that was wild. That was a, such a good one. And those were the three people I actually did not give much of a credit to yeah. have a shot in winning this one. And then yeah. I realized that those pieces hanging there means one thing and that's foot challenge. Foot and it challenge. didn't dawn on me. There was this so is long the first foot challenge. This is the first foot challenge I've ever seen. Oh really? Yeah. This yeah. one's so cool because I always wonder I'm like, who has that much dexterity in their feet? And this season there were three people who were fantastic. No, oh, it was like so fast. Yeah, oh they, they were fast and there was no major spills. Like usually somebody will run away with it and then like half of it will collapse and they'll have to start. It'll open the door for somebody. Nope. We had Evie have just one piece that gave her trouble and that's why she didn't win. Sydney and Ricard were both just neck and neck with the flag and um, Ricard pulled out immunity. He pulled out, and, but so Sydney missed by half a second. She's yep. playing because she lost due to a silly twist. Yep, I'll contend that it's silly. Let's just call it a and then her one twist. Her shot in the dark didn't pan out. Yes, yeah, so and she, she but but people will say that she was unlucky. She was. I don't think she was because if she had kept her vote, 
and voted for Evie, then Evie would have gone out because they would have tied and then they would have had to vote Evie. That's what would have happened. I don't blame her. You don't blame her. I don't either. And and that's my point is you have to put your faith in some people. And as soon as you saw the large group of people run over to the side and start deciding whether they were going to stick with Evie, switch to Sydney or split, she knew she was discluded from that group and she was going to be the one that they were targeting if they were afraid of Evie being safe. So you have to put your faith in somebody. And she decided, I'm going to trust these people to protect me or I got to try and protect myself. Because mm, yeah. If, yeah. If, if she was safe, that would then, if, if they see that Sydney's safe, they play the idol for Evie and Deshaun goes home. And then that group has a whole bunch of, I mean, I wouldn't say they have power. They live, all four of them live to see another day. You know, there's a core four there. They could, yeah. they could pull Nasir or Heather or, or Erica or somebody and really switch up the game. But like, that's all they were, you know, she, she played every bit of power that she had yeah. in the game and just came up, like you said, just a little bit short. And I don't blame her for it. At that's all. the thing. I, she's not unlucky. She just came up as short, as short as you possibly can be. It's a game of inches as Danny well knows. Yeah. And Jeff tried to blow up his spot. Danny did not talk about football. Yeah, he did not say the word football at all or NFL no, or he anything. Didn't. He just said like, you know, oh yeah, you, you know, you're in a, in a, in a tough arena <laughs> and you're yeah. facing your opponent just like this. And it's like, I'm wow. glad Danny and Deshaun stayed. I was I'm upset Sydney left because but let's backtrack. Okay. So after the challenge where we had three separate times I counted, um, Sydney and Jeff say that they're gonna change the course of history. Erica went yeah, back Erica. in time. Erica no, they both sorry, Jeff. Erica and Jeff changed the course of history. Erica went back in time, killed baby Hitler. Okay, yep. World War II didn't happen. All right. Biggest thing ever happened on uh, broadcast television. And then we're scrambling on the beach. Deshaun throws out Sydney's name. And I, that like threw me for a loop. That, that, the, when that first happened, that was one of the craziest things that happened this episode because up to this point, we had no reason to think that Sydney was out of her tight group. Because when we got back to the beach the first time, they threw out Evie's name and it was Danny, Deshaun, Shane, and Sydney doing that. Yeah. So I, I, that's something that we missed, um, not having the edit of Luvu. the Blue Tribe, Luvu, for well, I pre-merge. Think I, what you attribute to that is Danny and Deshaun not only have their little cookout alliance with Rihanna <laughs> and Shan, cookout is big brother and campout is what they're calling this one. I thought you were saying like, because they're black, it's the cookout. No, no, no. That's the name of the big brother tribe. There was an alliance of all black people and big brother. And that was the cookout alliance, and this is the campout alliance. Is what they're call- like. What? What do you mean? Are, what they're calling, calling it? it? Oh, what people are people calling on it? Yeah, have or have nicknamed this the campout alliance. Yes. Oh, I like cookout. That's funny. Cookout was Big Brother, and that's like they they did that, and it was successful. And this is a spin on it in Survivor, so that's what they're calling that foursome. And so, what I think even within that alliance is Danny and Deshaun are still very aware of the dwindling numbers of men, and that's why. I think you see Danny and Deshaun still prioritizing keeping men over women. And I don't think you'd see Danny and Deshaun flip on one another. So yeah. you have out of the four, uh, who was the fifth person that was vulnerable? It was uh, Danny, Deshaun. Um, Nasir. Nasir. So that's Nasir, Nasir is, 
I love the shot when they first started whispering at tra- <laughs> at tribal council. Nasir just gets up and then immediately is like, "Oh wait, who, who do I talk to here?" Yeah, uh, I I also think they should do away with that. I think it's getting way out of control, and we're going to see that almost at every tribal. Okay, I say, I, I totally agree. Tribal. Agree, but this tribal is three it, more times. It made sense that it happened here. Yeah, but like I think you need to put a time limit on it at least. I know um, Jeff loves it, and he had yeah. a great seat for personally. My seat wasn't that great. Jeff is just like selling out so hard this season. It's <laughs> it's just need there needs to be some line drawn. Like come on. So that's all I'm saying is like I've I've loved these moments in the past. Like the first time it happened, and if it happens like once a season, you're like, oh man, like here, here it comes. We go. But if we're gonna do it anytime, there's some sort of disconnect that takes the fun away from that just that the fact that you're supposed to be answering questions from jeff kind of looking around getting the vibe but there's supposed to be some amount of distrust and yes and confusion that leads to the fun of a of, of the vote read and, and pete I, I will say again it worked here because of what happened with xander which we're which you're going to oh, talk I'm about totally after this on this yeah but I get to use my Soto Voce reference. I've I've been waiting the whole time to use a Soto Voce reference on this Go season, and, and Voce got voted off too too early, so I couldn't use it. Okay, but production should be production, and Jeff should say Soto Voce to the castaways. Hey, you got to stop doing that. We're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna keep doing that. Yeah, like we're gonna like when you know if more than four of you stand up. Yeah. Well, let you have a minute, but as soon as you like, if you stand up a second time, then that person's just going to vote. Yeah. Like, that's what I said. I said, like, I don't know if you can make the first person who stands up go vote instead, but like, you know, they stood up two, two separate times or three. And I just thought that was a bit much like enough because I was really hoping we'd see a double elimination. Like we, we got a early, uh, an early challenge, a whole lot of camp. And then we went to tribal about halfway through the episode and because of all this talking and stuff which was definitely justified with based on the moves that were played but the whole episode was just tr- tribal drama and i mean we're, we're still sitting at 11 people left yeah and there's definitely a double coming up like 11 or 10 days left like yeah. what we're supposed yeah. to get rid of three more people it's supposed to be every three days like where are these people gonna go so good point what day is this it was it, uh, it was day fourteen when Erica came back, this and this, this is mind. a twenty six day season. Yeah, so we're over halfway there, and not even half the people are gone. So, riddle me that one. Now let's focus on the big play of the day, which was Xander. <laughs> the and big play he, of the day. Thank yeah. Let's do it single handedly today. I mean, this is going to be a, a lukewarm, slightly hot take. He just played himself into Shan's category as top player of the season with this move, um, because he yeah. just he did what I think you were calling him like uh, the a monotone player, and I honestly started to think that he was going to be just that a player who, you know, got an advantage, found an idol, and then went stagnant, and most likely was never going to be able to use it properly. And then he just wowed me. So I was lulled into a bit of a, oh, yeah, he's going to be a kind of like, look at this young firecracker player who's actually just going to be a letdown. And boy, was I wrong because he pulled out all the stops necessary this episode 
to flip the game on its head and cause this massive tribal outbreak. He did exactly what he needed to do. He sussed out Liana. And and let it be known, this is because Shan yep, spilled the beans. Yep, all because Shan said it. Exactly. So let's see if that happens in the next episode. So thanks to Tiffany overhearing Shan's flub, um, the rest of the Yase tribe knew that Liana had the knowledge's power. So Xander knew that Liana was probably going to gun for them, which is a real flip on its head, that they were supposed to be four strong, and he was supposed to be on the bottom. Yeah, and then the whole day, apparently from production standpoint, Xander is saying, yeah, I know it's going to happen. He tells Danny, yeah, I know it, I know it. I got this idol. I'm going to play I'm it for Evie. The, 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 the whole day, the whole day. And that's what's the most impressive part, is he had this plan Basically, from the jump, he knew he knew how he was going to do it, and he, he played it his, perfectly. He played it perfectly. The the he went the extra move. This was the move. This was this is the move that sealed it. Was he made Tiffany his drug mule to bring? That's what I. That's what I'm saying. I was, yeah. I, I said that uh, while we were watching it. I said, you know what he needs to do? He needs to give them to Tiffany because if you give it to Evie, they could suss that out just like when you suss out like a um. Like who you think is going to be the idol is going to be played for at a tribal and yeah. you vote the other way. She could just as easily realize that Xander gave it to Evie and said, Hey, Evie, do you have an idol? And they could that's, have blown it up. But you would never think that Tiffany, him and, yeah, him and Evie telegraphed this. Like they scripted this entire move. And the way this was supposed to go down was Liana was supposed to say, Oh, I'm going to ask, and then she turns her head and says, Evie, instead of yep. Xander, do you have yep. the idol? And guess what? She still would have been wrong. She still would have been wrong, which is great. But for some reason, Liana did not pick up on that. I mean, I, may, maybe she was overthinking it and thought that they're playing this so hard that Xander's actually keeping it. Well, but she said it in a confessional. She really wanted to wipe that yeah. smile off of Xander's Yeah, it was feet. almost, yeah, it was, a, yeah, it was a little it, it, targeted, personal exactly. attack. Exactly, it could have been a personal attack, and she was like, I'm gonna one-up Xander. Xander does seem very full of himself, but it's, it's you know, with good reason. I guess, right I don't know, I don't live with him for the first 12 days, so I don't know if he's actually that pompous. I guess you could get that from screen, but I always give people the benefit of the doubt that maybe that's what he oh, seems, very, but there's also been really genuine yeah. moments, like the fact that he said, I'm playing this idol for Evie. That was the first step. I was kind of like, wow. Like, I figured there would have to be some effort put in from Evie and Tiffany to beg him to, like, please save her. It's good for all of us. He said it. I'm playing it for you. That's and, that. And he walks away from this still having an idol. And an advantage. Which is yeah. huge. Which is huge. Yep. He, he, I mean, it still would have been a win. Even, I mean, it wouldn't have been as big of a win. But if, like, having Tiffany ask, at the last minute, do I play this? Do I play this? And him just saying no, no. Yep. You know that's a strong move. I don't think I. I don't think I would have done that. You know. Yeah, I mean that's. Um, you know that we don't know what the motivation was there. I think he was just really confident that he knew the right the way they split the vote that they had out of fear switched off of Evie since uh, their first. So their their plan was we're going to pull the idol away from Xander and then we're going to simply vote out Evie. When they failed to pull the idol away from him, I think they were they were too afraid to vote just Evie, so they switched to Sydney, and he was just confident that that's exactly what happened. In this case, he was right. Uh, and a lot of times in Survivor Past, we see a split vote or a vote where it's a bluff. They, you know, the people in the majority act like they're 
afraid of an idol, but they know that a lot of people are not going to actually play one when it comes down to it. And they call the bluff and they stick with it. So it's really quite lucky. Like Evie is literally saved by the skin of her teeth in this case. And it just, in this, it's just one of those, like you have to give Xander a whole lot of kudos, not only for the flaunting of the idol, which I thought was a huge flub. He pulled it out of his pants and uh, right next to Liana. And I was like, why is he doing that? She can now see that he has it in his possession. Oh, you, it was such a telegraph. Come on, Pete. You it knew. Was such, I know, but like I, once again, I didn't suspect him to be capable of that smart of a move. He had, it turns out he had made a fake idol days ago. He had the fake idol uh, on him. So he basically attracted her to ask the question because he was sitting there with an idol in his hand. And she took the bait line sinker and he got her. Uh, now he sits there with a, an extra vote, an idol, and his two top allies. Yes, and maybe most importantly, he flushed out, you know, the nuke in the game. That was that the nuke. will not yeah. be hanging over. Hope, hopefully nothing else comes around like that. It will not be hanging over the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, we still have three idols in the game. So as far as we're concerned, I think Evie is still definitely on the chopping block. I feel like... um We'll see where if, if somebody else like ruffles some feathers next time, next episode, because uh, that's a classic. Like, you know, this could be the best thing for every's game. Uh, in some cases, you see a player get a whole lot of votes one time, and then everybody gets distracted by the next shiny thing, whether it's somebody emerges as a threat, somebody does something untrustworthy or says something wrong, and that person is never focused on again for like the remainder of the game, basically. So this could turn out to be great for Evie, or it could just be a precursor that she's still at the top of their hit list and could be next to go. And with three idols out there and making it past the first vote, if you're Xander, you kind of got to think, all right, we got Evie safe on this one. Now we have to strategize and find a new alliance um, in basically so I can keep my idol for myself. I don't want to have to play it for my my uh, alliance yeah. members. yeah this would have been the situation to get us over the first hump, but we made it over the first hump. Now I want to take it for myself and get myself further in this game. The other interesting thing that happens here is uh, these three are kind of bonded for the rest of this game. In my opinion, if any of them turn on one another, it's, it's, it's a betrayal of obviously the other tribe member, the other, the other alliance members, but it's a betrayal of themselves. It's a betrayal of their story in the game. Obviously, you know, who knows what twists will happen, but I think something so formative like this that happens right before the jury, you kind of have to stick together. Yeah, because these this is the game-defining play for each of them. Uh, Evie for surviving it. And playing her part, Xander for being the one who had the power and, and risked it all, and Tiffany being the one who poker-faced and held it all. <laughs> Shout out to Tiffany for keeping her mouth shut. Yeah, dude. that's like <laughs> She did a great job. Like they, All three of them did a fantastic job, and like they, they, just, they like actually acted that whole day, and it was phenomenal. These are game-defining plays that if you keep your alliance and go three strong, and maybe some of them fall along the way, but you didn't betray... That's the game ending and like game making play for you that you can say in front of the jury that separates you from your competition. 
But if you were to flip, that basically takes that play and just throws it in the mud. Yeah, because, exactly, uh, exactly. Or not. So you're yeah. right. They kind of are now attached fate-wise. Um, to preserve the fidelity of that move, you have to stick together. Yeah, and I think they're, they, are the, they are now a wounded animal in the water. Um, Xander is a huge target on him because now not only does he have power and seems like a physical threat, but he's clearly got some wits to him. Evie has already been attacked, so she's and she's vulnerable. And then you just look at Tiffany, and quite frankly, I don't think she can really hold up in immunity challenges. So if Xander wins one, they could just go and pick off one of their pick off Tiff, pick off Tiffany easily. So yeah, you know, all three of them are definitely in a tough spot. But like we said, we don't know the status of Heather, Nasir, Erica. Um, yes, the audience's you know. muse. They so, uh, <laughs> they also had a good seat to this. Exactly, and what's funny is everybody was up talking and uh, telling people to vote for <laughs> yeah. the first time around, and Heather and Erica didn't move. They're nope. clearly not in with the uh, Campout Alliance plus Ricard. Uh, even Nasir was a little out there. It's always telling at Tribal who's in and who's not. And it seems like those three are the fringe players. And why wouldn't you grab somebody like Nasir, who, if he's on your side, has a chance of winning immunity? Nasir seems loyal enough that he's going to stick with Blue. But Heather and Erica have to understand that their best fate lies with, you know, your wounded animal analogy. Yeah, but it, the now we're at 11, you need six. I hate to do that, but... It, it looks like that's this is our pecking order of, in some order, one or another, Evie, Xander, Tiffany, Erica, Heather, unless something happens. But that looks like the pecking order. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Until okay. next episode, this has been fantastic. Yeah, this was actually... We're on a heater right now. I would say this is my favorite episode of the season, just because I love bombastic play. Because it wasn't like, you know, when Shan was stealing advantages and manipulating them. This was actually putting them into action at, you know, basically the highest level you could in Survivor. With 12 people. With 12 people still in the game, too. That's a lot of people to trick and yeah. manipulate and scare. And they managed to do it flawlessly. So I'm hoping, here's to hoping that next episode we see a double elimination no more advantages thrown in the game and some sweet challenge. That's Let's what keep I'm this for. momentum going. Yes, please, Survivor 41. You still have a chance to be great. You have a great cast. Just let us play the game. Please play the game. Oh, you got any final thoughts? I don't. All right, and I just spilled all my final thoughts. So for the guys here at Blindsided, we'll see you next time on Survivor.